So, having severe ADHD is the problem of too many inputs from the inside. Neuroscientists will tell you that ADD is a deficit uh, or eccentricity in the executive circuit of the brain, the one that monitors all of the inputs. So, really, from the perception of the person with ADHD, it's like a time disorder. <clears throat> it's like one of those weird episodes of The Twilight Zone, where you're doing something for a minute, and the next thing you know, there's like three people in the room, and they're like, hey, hey, you're, you know, um... So to cope with it, what I, and I know some, some other people with ADHD that I've talked to really have learned to do is to, to do many things at the same time. We parallel consciousness. Not, I don't mean that in, in such a dramatic way. Um, you have to listen while you look and think simultaneously and so if your brain isn't real good at it, you know rotating through the executive circuit it, it's like the clock of the CPU so you have to get into modes in a sense where you're focusing on two senses simultaneously and um, when you're able to do that and you have enough focus you're not too tired because that's the first thing that goes is your your ability to focus um, it works out pretty well and you can kind of sync with other people you know maybe by yourself you take 10 minutes to do something that you know whatever get out of your car you got AD. You're going to sit in the car and try to remember where you put that CD and, and you know, whatever. Um, so, I think that, um, you know, the appearance from the outside, of course, is that people with really bad ADD are kind of almost off in their own world um, in a sense of where their attention goes. Just people either can't keep up with them or uh, they can't keep up with people. Or both. So, the way the brain seems to be able to do this is with trance. Um, I mean, call it what you want, but uh, people say flow, it's been said Tao. And it's very, very interesting when you start looking at the idea of Zen and Tao and flow. Because in those, and I mean just purely from a, a mental aspect, a lot, you know, approaching it as a tool with which to train your mind.
you know, just as a, you go to a gym to train your body. So how do you train your mind? And when you say, how do you train your mind? How do you train what part of your mind? It's very interesting that this is where we see a cross between science, theology, superstition, legend, myth, unknown history, our neocortexes are basically giant, giant doesn't even do justice to the word, enormously parallel matching mechanisms, pattern matching. We get very good at at matching patterns. And so when you talk about being in the flow of things, you know, just in the flow of what? Let's just pick something. Let's say that you're mowing the lawn. Everyone has their own way of mowing a lawn. It could be mopping a floor. But the idea that you're going back and forth in what would be a very um, simple, repetitive, some would say monotonous task. The fact that all these motor neurons are engaged and you're in this mode of the Zen, I mean, certainly as Alan Watts would say, of mowing a lawn or mopping a floor, that the real train of consciousness, the, the, the embodying thought in which you experience right now, and it only exists right now, because to it, there's no future, there's no past, because there's no need to pay attention to time. So our clock becomes the clock of mowing the lawn, the clock of mopping the floor. And for people whose clocks are a bit wild, that's very comforting. People who have, uh, you know, emotional difficulties often find that gardening helps. Well, gardening is a, a, first, it's a very archetypal uh, act the Garden of Eden. Human beings, we, we function as gardeners. We look at how we care for you know, nature all around us. But the point being that that walking meditation of being just in the moment, doing the mowing of the lawn, lets another train of thought that is normally way too preoccupied with where do I put my foot? Where do I grasp with my hand to turn the doorknob? Um, Free of all that. And I think that that's... That's something that... um, To me, having 
ADHD, I can do those kind of zen of mowing, and it lets me reset that clock. And I get that time with myself, and I know, you know, when I mow the lawn, I like the way to, to mow the lawn. It takes an hour and a half. Um, probably should take 30 minutes, but regardless. Um, that's the resetting of the clock for me. And I think that's where, like, cognitive behavioral therapy has shown an enormous amount of progress of getting people who have executive circuit deficits or disorders or disturbances or eccentricities um, a way to reset their clock to the one that other people experience sharing. I mean, which isn't the same. You know, time is relative. Lunchtime, doubly so. But... Without that, um, the experience of just getting uh, uh, too many inputs at once, um, and you focus on one sense too much, say, staring at a TV, where you're almost entirely in your visual, your intention is almost entirely focused on your visual cortex, so, uh, and of course the interface, uh, but, so when someone breaks into that, and, and often they have to, I mean, it's time to go to the store, it's you've got to get dressed. It's, you know, don't you remember we're supposed to, right? That's what we all experience with ADD is these boom people busting in and you're supposed to be someplace. Like that's a terrible feeling to feel. Imagine feeling like you're late, like the friggin' rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. You're just running the whole time. And what for to get your head chopped off? <laughs> it, it's, it's difficult to, uh, to, to fight against that and to see it so effortlessly for other people and to not know it's just your clock's out of, out of whack and you've got to figure out a way to reset it to something that people agree is fairly normal. And um, so you can have, you know, a, a, a more formal tool like practices and... Buddhism, or the yogi practices, particularly Guyana yoga, um, to cut through the cake of the now, which is all there is, but for a lot of people, just, you know, having... something else to care for or something else that, you know, you, you, you need to do it. Um, you know, it, it can't just be like per, I mean, it could be for some people, but for me, it's gotta be something I have to, I have to do. Um, otherwise it would be easy for me to, you know, get distracted and, and overlook the task that keeps me on track. So, Anyway, I hope um, this helps somebody out there. Just find something to sync your clock, and it makes it a whole lot easier to 
stay in sync when you enjoy it.